You're listening to Women Making Waves. It's hard when your parents start showing signs of dementia. It's important to keep the brain as active as possible, but that can be difficult. When Jill Ashby's mother was diagnosed, she used her experience as a former occupational therapist to put together puzzle books which cater for dementia sufferers without resorting to using children's books. The monthly editions of Bright Old Sparks are now available, and Jill has joined us today to tell us about the project. Welcome to Women Making Waves, Jill. Thank you. Good morning, and thank you for inviting me. Your mum is sadly no longer with us, but she was quite a fan of puzzle books, I believe. Yes, she was. She was a sociable lady. She liked the puzzle books and in the sort of later years really enjoyed the colouring books that you can find nowadays. The normal run-of-the-mill things that we used to do was we'd go to Tesco's or go to a well-known supermarket every Friday, (laughs) do the shopping and buy a puzzle book. But what I began to realise is that she was finding difficulty with them and would go for an easier puzzle book and then an easier puzzle book until we'd actually dropped off the end of the scale. And so I looked around for puzzle books and couldn't find anything. And so uh, I bought her a a bumper kiddies puzzle book, as you do, because it had the smaller crosswords in it. It had spot the difference. It had word searches. So there was those things in it which she really enjoyed. I bought that. I took it back to uh, her home. And um, as only mothers and daughters can sometimes do, she told me exactly where to get off. It was a kiddie's puzzle book and she could recognize that. It was demeaning. That was something that I I kind of looked back on on reflection and thought, well, that was a bit harsh. But... Oh, but it was well-meant, Jill, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so then I took it away and recovered it, took out quite a few of the really babyish puzzles and took it back again. And she sailed through it. And so that also sort of clicked something in my brain. And I thought, ah, this is quite interesting. And so I then looked around for puzzle books for people with dementia, Alzheimer's and associated diseases, and couldn't find anything. And so That's I thought, quite a oh. surprise, actually. Yes. I would have thought that somebody would have catered for that. Well, I would have thought the dementia charities themselves would have come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there weren't any. And so I thought, well, hmm, this can't be very difficult. <laughs> I, shall, uh, I shall just put one together. And so I work collaboratively with um, Chris Thomas of Milton Contact. And we put the puzzle books together. And I took quite a few of the puzzles. This happened in March this year, in sort of shutdown, if you like. I'd gone, went to quite a few of the care homes around, because I'm based in Huntingdon, and took puzzles to try to see what worked and what didn't, what words worked and what didn't, what pictures worked and what didn't. And uh, that was really sort of interesting. They gave me feedback. I also used... My dad is a guinea pig. He has, he's in final stages of Alzheimer's now. Mm. And he also was able to do some puzzles, but not others. And that is how we came to 
bright old sparks as a concept and what puzzles kind of worked in there what puzzles didn't and we came up with the whole project if you like of one puzzle book a month a different theme each month because we've all got certain interests we've all had past we've all had past jobs perhaps some people like cooking some people like gardening some people were into planes and boats and trains all of those kind of things so that meant that each month we have a different theme but you you say you know oh I'll, I'll, I'll do them myself how hard can it be i would have thought very hard i wouldn't know where to start making puzzles well i suppose that came from many years ago when the world was young and training as an occupational therapist and working with people who had dementia and what you were aiming to do if you like was provide activities that people could share that were entertaining engaging and stimulating and so it's that kind of thing that you're looking for in the, in the puzzle book. You don't take a puzzle book and start on page one and just go all the way through to the end in sort of puzzle after puzzle. They're, they are for dipping in and out of. So, Jill, these puzzle books are out, aren't they? They are out yes. and they've been published. What's been the reaction to these, these puzzle books? Because I should think that's quite important to you as well, isn't it? As well as producing it and for your <laughs> mum especially. This is, you know, a lot of work's gone into this. The reaction's been amazing. It's absolutely incredible <laughs> because I, I kind of did it thinking, oh, yes, well, there's a hole in the market here and this, this could fill that, et cetera, et cetera, as you, as you do. And you, but what I put it out on Facebook and very simple kind of things and just people just cottoned onto it straight away because people can identify with it instantly. We've all been, if you know somebody with dementia, perhaps been to a care home and talked to somebody for about five minutes and then thought, what am I going to talk about now? Mm. Because they haven't done very much. They're not really interested in what you've done because yeah. their attention span is very short. And so you telling them all that you've done this week is probably not very interesting to them. Mm. They'll kind of sit there and listen patiently and but be looking out the window and you've kind of lost them. And so the other thing that we introduced into the puzzle books, along with the theme of the puzzle book, was conversation starters. Wow, that's a so really good idea. So there's some conversation starters, like in the food book, uh, conversation starters like, can you remember the best meal out you ever had? Yeah. Because we can all remember those. That's a great one. Can you remember your worst cooking disaster? Because we can all remember <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> but it gets the conversation started. It discovers those long lost memories. They're entertaining. You can share them and you can have a laugh and mm -hmm. a giggle. Oh, I think that's a great idea, these conversation mm. starters, because you're absolutely right. And I've been there. I have been there with my mum. And it's, it is so hard to know. And actually, I found like I was talking about the past all the time because yes. she was far more able to do that. Talking about what you were doing this week, as you say, waste of time. No yes. interest. No, 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 no. And a lot of people now have um, put picture books together of past holidays of past groups of the family and it's something that you can talk about each week and a friend of mine who I trained with as, as an occupational therapist she had exactly the same situation with her mum 
and this photo gallery book that they'd put together every week when she'd go and see her at some point during the week she'd pick up this book and her mum would go oh wow oh it was brand new yeah, yeah yet they had talked about it the day before the day before that and the previous week and the previous week the first book that we produced was food in october november's issue is gardening and i was doing gardening quiz with my dad last week uh, because there's some very old tools in there my dad uh, was a farmer and so he he had a lot of uh, gardening tools and um I was talking about these tools and he said, oh, oh, that's really interesting. Yes, that's an old dibber. We had some of those. <laughs> and I thought, yep, I know that because this is a picture of it. <laughs> but he didn't know, you know, it was, he yeah. didn't recognize them at all. And these and pictures, are they being drawn by someone? Is that who you're working with? The, the, some of the pictures are photographs, others are drawings. And uh, we also do... Uh, for example, Spot the Difference. My husband, Simon, is the graphics artist behind behind those. So ah. it's it's a joint effort from everybody. Yeah. Ah, excellent. You, use all tough. these skills that are about is my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, through all this experience, and we all know from personal experience, having to look after relatives with dementia, doing this book has, has you've sort of, gone over that level of, of trying to help people do you are you exhausted by it do you find that you've you've reached a level you think crikey this this has been an absolute achievement but I am rather tired and I feel drained from it or do you feel jubilated from it I feel part of it part of me is really still very excited by it because of the response Simon and I both run the electronics business for 35 years after um, leaving the health service and uh, we were in the TV and broadcast market. And there we were making products for people that were productivity tools. And the thing about having a productivity tool is you don't always want to tell the people that you're working for you have this productivity tool because it's going to cut down the amount of uh, income that you might be making from this job. So there we were in a situation where you were having to sell every single piece of equipment to every single individual, brand new each time. Here, I'm retailing product that everybody can instantly grasp and just is happy to tell everybody else about. Yeah. So that's how this product is, is getting out and about. It's fascinating mm. for me. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can imagine this would be an absolute godsend. But when you come to start putting puzzles together, are you doing crossword puzzles and things we like do. that? We do. Crosswords, really word searches, cool, spot the difference. Grabs a book. To... Starting a, a, a crossword puzzle, for example. There's a piece of software that you can buy to. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> and the same for word searches, uh, but you can put your own words in. Chris is the guy who does all of that side for it. So you can theme a crossword. You can ha find all the words, but you have to make the clues up. Mm -hmm. And that's the great thing about Bright Old Sparks is that you make the clues for your audience. So they're not too, too easy, but they're also not times crossword standard. And the same, same with word searches. For the word searches in the gardening book, it was the wheelbarrow word, word search. For the word search in the food book, it was all around the fish. And you discover kind of different things. 
and this is what the research when I was putting all these quizzes out to care homes and to individuals is that in the early stages of dementia for example in a word search individuals can spot words horizontally going forwards they can spot words going backwards they can spot words vertically going downwards but not vertically going upwards but no way could they do ver- words diagonally and so that was really interesting oh, that is so you'd, you'd find things and, and this was what made the, the the books i suppose unique to the needs of our client base is mm-hmm. that you discovered things like that and thought okay fine we don't include those in in our uh, That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, Hmm. it is. And do you find, this is interesting, isn't it? Because I get the impression now from this book that you have produced that has perceptions from uh, professionals towards dementia. Has that given them some more understanding about people that are suffering with dementia? Do you find that they are also... Uh, embracing this book too. I'm I'm working with a couple of educational psychologists over in the States because our son and daughter-in-law live in New York and the friend of theirs is an educational psychologist and so I'd forwarded her a copy of the book to have a look at to say you know is this of any interest to uh, over the pond I mean, I know there'll have to be quite a few changes. We may speak the same language, yes. but we don't speak the same language. Yes, different words, yes. Exactly, exactly. And she just picked up on it and she said, this would be so fascinating to actually try out. Uh, I can see exactly where it's going. So yeah. that was really useful. And it also kind of gives people a step-by-step guide as to where their relative is on the scale. My experience of mine and my in-laws and other people who suffer from dementia is the various stages of it are quite marked and so it kind of gives you a a stepping stone of oh I see we're at this stage we're at very early stages that's fine we can we can work here or oh crumbs I didn't realize we were that that far on yeah because the thing about dementia is this in the early stages it's very well hidden people will there's a term used confabulate if they can't remember something they will make it up because they know they can't remember it but something happened so we'll put something in that gap in my memory and we'll just talk talk over it and so life goes on type thing and i love the title bright old sparks Uh, it's it's a fantastic (laughs) title yeah it it really just it lifts the whole sort of response to dementia in a, in a really positive way it's like don't write us off we are still exactly. here we're human we are yeah. we might not be able to do this but my gosh we can do most things i yes. absolutely love it where did you get the title from um i was chatting to a girl that i network with and um she says i love this idea <laughs> let's sit down i'm gonna help you with the title because i we've got sort of quite a few titles that really didn't work and that's what she came up with great it's brilliant brilliant it does it it, because we we are bright old sparks yeah yeah exactly yeah and it's (laughs) if you like it's one of those things of you you can't can't write us off sorry (laughs) we're we're bright old we've still got plenty to offer (laughs) 
bringing out an episode, a fresh episode of the book every month, is that going to be a pressure in the end? Or are you a little bit ahead of the game at the moment? <laughs> We've got a huge list. I mean, the Christmas book is, I, so there will be kind of seasons. And so you, you're always going to get a Christmas book and it's always going to be around kind of Christmas. So, so that's, that's an easy one to do. But you've got all the hobbies and you've got all the past jobs and professions people had. Mm-hmm. So there's always a title coming, coming through. Um, January's is Escape to the Workroom, which has got two sides to it, which is Escape to the Workshop for the men and escape to the workroom for the ladies. So uh, that one, that one's January is coming, coming down the line. So there's plenty to go at. And I think it really connects, doesn't it? This the most, what I'm just, by listening to you now, Jill, it, it just makes me think that you are connecting all the generations. So you have the older generation, the bright old sparks, and then you have my age as well. And then you go down the grandchildren and the great grandchildren. Mm. I think it's such a lovely way of making sure, as you say, that conversational starter is, it's fundamental, isn't it? When, and whenever you start a conversation, you think, where am I going to start? But it's more poignant. But I just think it's really just brought all the generations together. Is that how you felt about it as well? Definitely. Because the other thing, other side of this is grandchildren will pick up on something completely different to what brothers, sisters, mums, dads will will come up with. Mm. And so it's getting everybody involved to discover those long-lost memories. I was only talking to my dad yesterday, and his sister came over. And they were busy talking about, because Christmas is coming up, and we were talking about our grandchildren and what what they were going to be having for, for Christmas, but also what they had for Christmas, what back in, back in the day, what their presents were. And they really enjoyed, enjoyed and had a laugh. And it was great to share that. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's the sharing of these memories at whatever level you're actually at. Do you think you're quite a sort of a laid back person then, Jill? Do you think that you take Probably. on challenges? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that if this doesn't work, it doesn't work and I'm just going to go on to the next project? Somebody asked me this the other day. Well, how did you feel confident enough to come up with this idea? Mm. And I thought, well, I just did. And then I thought <laughs> about it and thought, OK, fine. Well, how actually? And it was my background. You know, it was being an occupational therapist in the first place, which kind of gives you this... I'm a jack of all trades and master of none approach to life, but also then having run a business in the corporate world from starting off when I said to my husband, when we had the children, the children were very small and I was working in psychiatry and it was very difficult to get back into work and being able to just sign off at half past four and say, oh, sorry, got to go. I've got to collect the kids from the childminder. When you are talking with people and you're doing talking therapies, you can't just abandon people and just walk out the door and say, oh, sorry, I've got, I'll be back tomorrow. Shall we continue then? That doesn't, doesn't work. It didn't work for me anyway. And so I then turned to Simon. His hobby had always been electronics, but he was a psychiatric nurse. He was a charge nurse at Fullborn in its day. And uh, I was saying to him, saying, you're a clever guy. Design me something that I can sell mail order from home. 
<laughs> what pressure <laughs> absolutely yeah. just just click fingers do it you know this kind, this kind of thing and from that that was where our electronics business actually started from I and mean, we made quite a lot of products that we didn't uh, didn't sell um the market wasn't ready for them you understand or to put it another way our marketing skills were zero so but eventually we did find some products that really did sell very well and we ended up in the film tv and broadcast market which was lovely there was a bit of the sort of stardust falls on sort at some point or other but i suppose it was looking back on it it was the experience of starting a business organizing products selling products at exhibitions having people like uh, we had apprentices and teaching and coaching the apprentices to achieve what they wanted to achieve kind of probably took the fear out of starting a new business seeing a sort of gap in the market and thinking okay well i've done all of those things surely i can do this thing it's it's not rocket science it's just a another product now how can people go about getting a hold of these books i'm in the process of putting a website together but at the moment we have a facebook page called bright old sparks and um just by emailing puzzles at greatoldsparks.com comes straight back to me and uh, we can then send them out because they just go through the post well, that's and fantastic. people can have them on a monthly basis or they can set up a subscription and have one a month Jill, do you think this is an important book to to distribute in schools at some stage as well on how to? I mean, I think children are very, very good at mm. not worrying about what they say and they go straight in, don't they? And they don't Absolutely. really have yes. to think about, is that the right thing to say? And it is rather lovely and endearing. And I think the older generation love that. They love their honesty. But from a, if you're an older student, I th is it, do you think it's quite an important book to, to for students to study as well i hadn't thought of that but yes i i can certainly see the i can yeah i, can, I hadn't thought of it but yes it's certainly something to Just think something. about i mean it, it is this thing of uh, well you're not going to be setting your advertising budget towards people who have dementia they're not going to be the people that are buying the books the people exactly. who are going to be buying the books Family. are the younger generation and it, it may well be the children that actually see it and think, oh, this would be an ideal book, Mum, for Grant. You know, yeah. So it may well come that way. Well, it's just been great talking to you, Jill. It really has. You've uh, really opened my eyes, and I'm sure Linda's as well, on all the different things that are in the books. And uh, I really love the conversational starters. I think that's both got us, isn't it, with that one? It's such a great idea. Yes. 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 yes, because as I say, we do sit there once in a while and we Dog. just think, what <laughs> am I going to talk about now? Well, thank you very much indeed, Jill. It's been You're a very welcome. Pleasure thank to you. Be able to thank talk you, to you. <laughs> for talking to me. Jill is a really inspiring person, Susie. Mm. I think she's had quite a few businesses. She's spent her life doing lots and lots of different things. And now she's settled this. I think this is going to be really successful. Yeah. They do seem to have found an absolute gap in the market. If anyone listening has ever had close family with dementia, then you'll understand how difficult this is. And the conversation starters, oh, 
what a godsend. You know, I know. Was- many, many a time I've visited friends who have been in homes who have got dementia and you never know what to say. And not because you don't love them or care for them, but you're you just, I suppose it's not understanding dementia. But this book seems to just make that a whole lot easier, doesn't it? For everybody it involved. It does. Because what you're faced with is someone who really wants to hear from you and really wants to talk to you but they're asking you the same question over and over again so unless you can push them down a path of of a conversation that they're going to be engaged with then that's what you're going to face with they're going to be asking how is so and so over and over again and you're going to be answering the same thing and that gets it it gets a little bit frustrating and, and upsetting yeah maybe you'll be yeah, yeah well, that's true it is it is yeah and i think it's, it's a difficult thing to do you know it is and you 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 want to be with them but you want to be often with the person that they used to be that's and right you have to be with the person they are now and that makes it you know incredibly difficult Something that Jill said to us um, after she finished the interview, actually, was she was quite concerned that she hadn't given enough credence and uh, and thanks as well to Chris Thomas of uh, Milton Contact Limited because he collaborated with her in the project and uh, he, he actually helped with producing the physical book. And also Jill wanted us to mention something about the puzzles as well because the puzzles are tagged as easy, medium and hard in the books. And this is because with dementia, some days are far better than others. So the quizzes can reflect that. So if the loved ones can't do a puzzle one day, it's fine if you come back to do it another day. That's and very it was true really... actually, isn't it? People yeah. do go, they seem to, it's almost, it's almost quite cruel because you think, oh, they're fine now, they're better because, yeah. you know, they'll have really, really good days and then the next day you kind of hit by a sledgehammer again. So I, I think that the idea of having these conversations started, getting people down a, a path that they can, that can, you can both engage in the conversation, absolutely brilliant. I love that element of it. Passing the time for people with dementia, doing these, these books, absolutely brilliant. It I is. think it'll be a huge success, to be quite honest. Though. I think it will. And as I said, we both love the name Bright Old Sparks. It yeah. just, it just says it, doesn't well. it? Yeah. <laughs> love the name, love Jill. Great. <laughs> You're listening to Women Making Waves.